Hey, Pie Tribe, buckle up for a new episode of the Passive Income Examiner, the number one podcast for budding entrepreneurs and business owners looking to diversify their income with passive strategies. Welcome to season two, focused on building successful online businesses with evergreen marketing solutions. I'm your host, Lindsay Sutherland. Thanks for joining me. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. So excited to have you here on this happy Monday morning. I hope you're Week is off to a phenomenal start. I'm feeling pretty good. Did you have a good weekend? What did you do? Head over to Instagram. Let's be friends. Connect with me and DM me. Let's just get to know each other a little bit. A couple weeks ago, I mentioned that I had fallen and I inverted my elbow. I hyperextended my elbow. And I'm finally starting to feel like I can do things again. And my energy is back. So I had a pretty productive weekend, catching up on housework and all the fun things that go along with that. So that's what I did this weekend. Of course, going to church and all those things as well. It was pretty good. I noticed that my arm, though, is not bending all the way. I can't really, it's like wash my face. I can't touch my face and all the parts of my face. I can barely do my hair. So I'm probably going to have to seek out some therapy for that. But That's what's going on over here. In the meantime, I wanted to chat with you today, first of all, um, kind of a follow-up to last week's episode about keyword research. I really talked about what it is and the importance of it. And today, I want to talk about what is SEO, how it works, and how is this playing a role in passive income? This is a question I honestly get asked a lot is, what is SEO? And I think it's something that I take for granted being in the online space. I've been doing it for so long that just rolls off of my tongue. And I think in general, people have a semblance of what it means. You know, something about getting found on Google, right? Well, SEO essentially stands for search engine optimization. Those are the, that's the acronym that it sounds like that it is for, you know, and listen to last week's episode where I really talk about the mindset in short of search is the strategy behind search engine optimization and keyword research and thinking like your searcher, the person you're trying to target. But essentially search engine optimization is the process of getting traffic from free organic editorial or natural search results. Okay. In search engines. That's all search engines. SEO can apply to Google, Bing, and all those, Yahoo. But it can also apply to YouTube. It can apply to your website, living out in the digital space. It can also apply to Pinterest. Pinterest has its own SEO algorithms. And that's something that I think is important to understand is that each platform has their own algorithms. But in the end, the best way to win is to do research That's step one. Step two is play in the sandbox. I mentioned this in the last episode, uh, but basically whatever the search terms are, use those. Don't reinvent them. Don't don't try to be creative or outsmart the searchers. You're going to lose them if you do. And thirdly, know where you need to have the keywords. That's really important. We did touch on that a little bit in the last episode, but I'm going to go into more detail today. And I'm also going to tie in how all this plays a role in passive income and specifically passive income from online courses or selling a digital product. Because in truth, this topic affects e-commerce. It affects, um, and by e-commerce, I mean like even if you're selling on Amazon, it affects you. If you have your own website, obviously it affects you and you probably already know that. 
and it affects you if you're even on Etsy, on somebody else's platform. So it's really important to understand the dynamics here. And my suggestion from the get-go so that you don't get overwhelmed is to pick one platform that you want to be a pro at and then become a pro at it. And then if you want to expand from there, go for it. So if that means you want to become an amazing blogger, then really hone in on SEO for your blog and your website. Learn the strategies. If you want to be an SEO expert for Pinterest, really, I mean, the strategy is just essentially using SEO keyword rich phrases in the description and in the title, but also in the images. Okay, I just jumped ahead a little bit, but (laughs) that's essentially, I don't know, sometimes it's funny because I was doing a presentation on Pinterest uh, the other day and (laughs) I was talking about this and I'm like, yeah, and then that's basically it. And the host of the of the program was like, that's it, huh? (laughs) Sometimes, like I said, you know, we become an expert in whatever we're doing and then it just, we take it for granted and, and we forget that other people maybe are still learning and so it's overwhelming. Hey friends, you know, from the demands of career to personal obligations, sometimes life can feel like it's in control of us and not the other way around. Spending decades working hard with the hope of one day getting time to enjoy simple pleasures or luxurious vacations, or heck, even just spending quality time with loved ones without the mental heaviness of our obligations waiting for us when we're done. I know so many of you are feeling so desperate for a change and you've expressed to me you're willing to do whatever it takes to get yourself out of the place you're in. My friends, I don't want you to struggle. I don't want this journey to take longer than it needs to. This is why I've created the Freedom Business Community. It's a community for people just like you who are saying to yourself, there's got to be a better way. In this community, we work together to build micro businesses and create multiple passive streams of income so that we can build businesses that support our lifestyle, the lifestyle that we long for. Let's take control of our life. Let's create the life that we long for and let's do it together. Join me in the Freedom Business Community. There's a link below in the show notes that will take you there so you can sign up and let's get started today. There are strategic places to put your keyword phrase. So let's say, for example, the keyword phrase is a product you're selling. Maybe you're selling cute bandanas for dogs and you have it on an e-commerce platform like a Shopify store or an Amazon store. Well, you're playing in a space of thousands of other, thousands, maybe tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of other people who are also in that space. Okay, so if you're blogging, the best thing for you to do would be to use Google Keyword Analyzer or SEMrush.com, something along those lines, and really see what people are searching for. But in a quick Google search, you can also see that when you type in cute dog bandana, there's a lot of questions that people ask and there's interesting information like there's shop cute dog bandanas. That is literally not an ad. That's the first organic search that comes up. Cute dog bandana Etsy. Obviously Etsy's huge, so that probably is why that comes up. And then Chewy.com, you get these huge brands. So how are you going to play in that space? are you going to play in that space? Well, for one, 
Um, you want to, if you can write content about it, like if you have a blog, you have content about it. So what are dog bandanas? Answer some of these key questions. How to secure the dog bandana? Do bandanas make dogs hot? That's a question people ask. So, and that pulls up a blog. So you see, you want to answer people's questions and then sell your bandanas on there. Uh, that would be the best way to show up organically. Remember, SEO is all about organic strategy. It's not an ad strategy necessarily, although the keywords can apply to both. The, in the term of it specifically means search engine optimization. So you just want to show up first. Handmade dog bandanas is also showing up on the first page. So this is important. This is part of how you do your research. Pinterest is showing up on the first page. Obviously, Pinterest is a good place to be. Okay, so let's dive in a little bit more on how SEO works. And let's start by comparing it. We talked about ads. Let's start by comparing the difference between digital ads, like digital searching, uh, excuse me, digital ads and SEO, which is organic searching. So essentially, the, the primary differences are the relevant keywords are going to be really important because when you're doing, like, for example, when you go into Google Keyword Analytics, uh, and you have a Google account, like you've actually paid for ads, you have an ads account, you can start to see how many people are searching and it helps to give you metrics on which which keywords you're likely to rank for that are going to be less expensive. So that's going to be a different strategy than necessarily trying to rank for just anything organic on Google. However, it is harder to rank for, it's going to be harder in this case to rank for cute dog bandanas versus cute dog bandanas that attach to a collar, you see. So once you, typically how it works is once you identify relevant keywords with good traffic potential, the next step then is to create useful content and optimize it for search engines and include any relevant links from other high quality sites. The more links that you have that are relevant, that's the keyword, uh, the more likely Google will say, okay, this website has good information for our readers. We want to send them there. And lastly, measure your results. And you can always edit and retweak or find another keyword that's similar and produce another blog that's in relation to that. So for example, not dog bandanas, <laughs> my log home client, one of the keywords that we had not been targeting, which was ironic, was um, log home builder. Okay. Because in my, in our minds, and this is, a, I'm telling you this because this is a classic example of what business owners do. In our minds, it was obvious that we built them. We talked about construction on our website. We showed pictures of construction. To us, it was clear that we were a builder, but we didn't use the word builder. We used the word construction. Okay. So I created a blog that was called Log Home Builder Near Me why this search term may not be helping you find the right log home builder. See how it has log home builder twice? And then the whole podcast and episode was tailored to those keywords, log home builder near me. Then I created another blog that was how to shop for a log home builder. So you get the gist. Now we're going to start ranking for log home builder because we have two very relative or relevant, that's the word I'm looking for, relevant uh, topics on the subject, okay? So we don't necessarily, and we want to make sure we add that to like the Google business listing and things like that, where it just pops up. But it's interesting. I'm so glad I thought of that example because that's a classic example of how a business owner can 
take something for granted. I, I know I say it all the time and it happens to the best of us. It happens to everybody. So that's why doing the Google research is so important because you're going to be like, oh, golly, you know, yeah, people are searching for that. Duh. Why don't we have that on our website? Okay. So back to the differences between paid and organic search. So the position, the the ads are going to be at the top of the search engine. Like when somebody, uh, when you Google something, ads are usually at the top and at the bottom of the pages. Another key difference between the paid and organic search is time. So with paid search, you get almost instant results. And then with organic, it takes more time, often weeks and months. And sometimes you just play the long game. And that's essentially what you're doing. It's good if you can afford to do ads, you can do a blend of both. When it comes to paying, uh, you obviously pay for ads, whereas you don't pay for the organic search. That's obvious. And the return on investment. In terms of the overall investment, it's not as easy to track your time investment in the blogging and the effort you put into the research as it is to say, okay, oh, I put in, you know, $1,000 and I generated this many dollars in sales. So my return on investment is blah, 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 right? What's important though, is that you have to take into account your, your organic search return and, and somehow decide for yourself how you want to monetize that. In other words, how do you want to track your uh, return on investment? Now, here's an interesting thing to consider is the share of traffic. So this, this is essentially referring to when a searcher is on Google. And when a searcher is on Google and it comes to them typing in a keyword, like the cute dog bandanas, Roughly 20 to 30% of searchers will click on paid results, whereas 70 to 80% of searchers will click on the organic results. This is why having an organic strategy is important and not just relying on ads. Okay, so similarities between paid and organic search. Keyword research is important for both paid and organic search. Both require a user that enters a keyword and both require that you show up on the results page. All right, also both will require a landing page and a landing page, people often hear this and ask me, is that like my website or is it? Some, I mean, in all reality, a landing page, page is a place for that link to land, okay? So when they click the link, it goes somewhere. A lot of times people will create unique landing pages that are also SEO optimized and related to the specific product. So for example, back to the dog collars or the bandanas, you would have maybe a landing page that's just about the bandanas. You wouldn't want to take them to a full shop with a whole bunch of products because then they're going to get overwhelmed. They have to fish through to find the product. In order to make it easy an easy experience for them, you want it to go right to one page that only talks about that one product. Essentially, that is what a landing page is. Some people do run ads to a homepage or to their primary website, but uh, this is usually not very effective because typically people will bounce off of the website because they're not getting the information they came for. You want to make sure the landing page mirrors whatever you are promoting either in your, uh, if you're doing an ad specifically, then I always do a landing page. But if you are doing uh, just generic SEO optimization, Typically, Google will present your long tail keyword website. So, so a long tail keyword is essentially going to be like your website. So say it's cute dog collars, but your website is like, you know, emilysgifts.com. Well, it could be emilysgifts.com forward slash 
cute dog bandanas. Okay. So that's a long tail keyword that is very specific to the searcher's words that they typed into the search engine. There's three key ways to bolster your SEO. All right. One is technical optimization. This is the process of completing activities on your site that are designed to improve SEO. So on the back end of your website, when you're creating a blog or you're creating a page, oftentimes you'll find a segment that's called SEO. And if you follow the guidelines there, uh, for example, WordPress will give you a place where you can type in the head, like how you want it to look on Google. You can use those types of back-end tools to help optimize your um, search engine optimization. On-page optimization is the process of basically what you're writing. It's, it's creating a great user experience. It's making sure your content is relative. It's having conversation, conversational written word essentially. So it isn't necessarily like a robot writing for an algorithm, which is what used to happen. You really want to do a good job of just using the keywords, but mixing them in, in a way that makes sense. Off-page optimization. Well, actually one more thing about the content on your page, little things that make a big difference are the headlines, making sure that they're, they have the keywords in them, and also naming your pictures with keyword rich uh, names is important as well. That's true also for Pinterest, by the way. Um, Off-page optimization is essentially things that you could do elsewhere. So for example, Pinterest, using Pinterest to drive traffic to your site. The, the, that essentially becomes a backlink and backlinks are when another website links to your content. That's always a good thing. So like if you're a podcaster and you're guesting on other podcasts, and they create a blog about your you showing up on their podcast and it links to your website, that's a backlink. That tells Google this is a legitimate site because other people have looked at it and also are citing this particular website. So that's an important piece of search engine optimization. Have you ever wondered how search engines actually work? I mean, each one has an algorithm. We talk about that all the time and it seems like such a I don't know, an unknown, right? So how do you get to know uh, the basics? So let's just talk about that. So there's three primary ways that search engines work. There's this thing called crawling, then there's indexing, and then ranking. So search engines, think of it like a giant computer that's looking at all the information online. So that's crawling, peeking around, seeing what's out there. Indexing is where they kind of file things. Okay, this is log homes, and this is online marketing, and this is whatever, right? And then they rank. Now that's when, when you hit that trifecta, that's when you're going to start to show up higher up on the search scale. Ranking is essentially it's retrieval. So when you rank, now when somebody searches for it, you're going to show up, up on the first uh, few pages. A lot of things affect the ranking phase. This is the part that everybody kind of gets questioning about. So the keyword presence in the title tag, which we've talked about, the loading speed of your web page is important because if it doesn't load quickly, people will leave. And when you have people bouncing from your website, the bounce rate will negatively impact. If it's a if it's a quick bounce rate, it will negatively impact your search engine optimization and your website reputation. Like, do other people stick around? That's part of it. Like the time on site of impacts your reputation. 
and those backlinks impact your reputation. Those are all important things. Right. So we've talked a lot about what SEO is. Let's just recap the three tips and takeaways that you can take from this to really bolster your optimization on a blog. Now, when it comes to things like e-commerce and uh, Amazon, Etsy, those types of things, the where you want the keywords is going to be in the title and the description. That's really what you have to work with. But uh, there's, you should research each platform individually. So if you're going to be spending a lot of your time on, on Amazon, my recommendation is to head over to YouTube and watch a few Amazon experts tell you where they put their keywords. I'm sure it's probably in the photo or photos. And I would also estimate that it might even be in the reviews. You know, they want people to review that product. So they might ask them to say the product in the review. I'm not sure honestly. So that's something to uh, do some research on so you can really get good at it. Like I said in the beginning, pick a platform and become an expert. But for the most part, most people are building a landing page and they're driving traffic to that landing page to essentially sell something. In order to get the most out of your search engine optimization, your organic optimization, optimize your stuff, your, your landing pages for medium tail keywords. So you heard me say long tail keywords. It's essentially the same thing, but a medium tail is essentially two to three words, maybe four if it's the one that makes sense. Whereas long, long tail keywords are, or even longer tail <laughs> are going to be like five words or seven. Um, so those are the ones that you want to search for, like log home builder, right? Those are three words that we're ranking for. Uh, that's what's important. Optimize page titles and descriptions. We talked about that already uh, in the and the photos. The what what Google's looking at is they really want to present the relevancy to their audience. So the click through rate is really important. You want people to be able to click from your link that shows up on Google and be taken directly to the answer of whatever it is they're looking for. Okay, this is why linking to your homepage is a bad idea. So for example, let's just say we're selling the log home or the bandanas. We're selling the bandanas. And instead of going to the page that just sells the bandanas, because I searched cute dog bandanas, instead, the link takes me to the homepage of Emily's Gifts, which then is overwhelming. And now there's there's mugs and there's office supplies and there's t-shirts and there's, yeah, there's bandanas, but I have to find them. I'm probably going to say, oh, fooey with this and bounce off the website. Well, that's the problem right there. You want to optimize your website and you also want to optimize the links that are on, that are going out into Google. That's where that back end tracking stuff that we talked about, the technical optimization comes in. You can program those long tail keywords, those long tail websites into the SEO section of your website so that when when your blog or your website ranks for something, it literally takes them to the page that they need to see. Does that make sense what I'm saying? I hope it does. Feel free to reach out if it doesn't. I understand this is confusing a little bit to people. 
And then the last like thing mommy is so Robin trying to attempt to be you. like the key Thank you so much for being you know, a loyal listener. I am buzzer. truly grateful for you. you and that if this podcast has inspired seconds, you in any really way, head over to iTunes and leave a written review. Think about it like I would appreciate it so much. Thanks for tuning in and thanks for helping me to spread the word by sharing this show with your friends. Are you offering more information that's relative or ancillary to the topic you're talking about? But you're not just blasting them with random things, okay? So that's important too. So those three things create a good experience, help increase your time on site, and ensures that people are not going to bounce, which makes your website more relevant in the eyes of search engines. All right, my friends. I know that's a lot of information. I hope it wasn't too much, but I hope it was helpful too. Um, If you have any questions or you would like some assistance in doing some keyword research or understanding it a little bit further, Again, hit me up on Instagram, send me a DM, let's be friends, and be sure to share this with anybody you know who is in the online space and just getting started, maybe wants some foundational understanding of what SEO is. It's a question I get asked a lot and want to try to explain it in the best way possible. Thank you so much for tuning in as always. Until next time, bye for now.